Hey there, Costa. Father Dave, welcome back to Locusts and Wild Honey. <laughs> you sound filled with fervor. <laughs> <laughs> so to let you in a little little secret, if you listened to the episode we did from Indianapolis when we were out at the NCYC conference we had students on, remember that one? Oh, yeah. Remember well, we did that, Father Dave? Oh, yeah, that, that was amazing. Yeah. So that was about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> So right now, just to let you in on a secret, it's 10 to 1 on Sunday morning, the 21st of, of uh, November. I was trying to remember in the month. If, if you hear vacuum cleaners going off in the background, it's because they're cleaning up the convention, the, the hotel that yeah. we're in right now. We're sitting in an empty conference room. All the students have gone to bed. We're the only ones other than the cleaning people that are awake right now. <laughs> right. But we wanted, to, we wanted to offer an Advent series. And Advent was just not really starting at a time that was convenient for us. <laughs> we needed it to be a little later this year. <laughs> and this is right after, right after Thanksgiving. Who writes this liturgical calendar? It's really not helpful. <laughs> so we, well, yeah, because we, gang, we're looking at this, and we know that we've been running three full days right now with yeah. 23 kids. And do you realize we started, the, do you remember we started the week in Montauk? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. We, yeah. On on the retreats that we offer to the kids in the school for the for the entire school, yeah. we offer that. So we came back to the school for a few days, and now we're now we've been in Indianapolis, and, and we're still here. Right. Monday, when we get back to the school on Monday, uh, we we have uh, a half day te- parent teacher conferences. Right. Uh, but and then Tuesday's insane. Tuesday's insane. I don't know who thought of that. He's going into the, Costa's going into the city with a whole busload, right? Like 40, 47 50. kids. Yeah. We're, we're meeting at school in four in the morning. Packaging. The next food. time I have an ID, just got to say no. Yeah. Don't do yeah. it. Costa had this great line the other day. He goes, only in campus ministry do we get to create our own work yeah. and, and then complain about how overwhelmed we are. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> if we just like laid back and didn't say, let's go to Indianapolis or let's go to New York City at four in the morning. Yeah. Our lives would be, they wouldn't be as rich, but <laughs> yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd have a lot more energy. <laughs> so then we get, then we, then Wednesday is going to be a day of prayer that we're setting up. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> and then Thursday's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then by that point, you know, by Thursday, well, by Wednesday afternoon, we're not going to want to see each other anyway. Absolutely. Because we're going to be spending way too much time with each other. Yep. And then we're going to need four days off. And then before you know it, that's Sunday after Thanksgiving is the first Sunday in Advent. Mm-hmm. So we knew that we're not going to have any time from now to then. So welcome to our 1 a.m. Yep. <laughs> podcast and we're, we're, we really are. We're sitting in an empty conference room. We bought a whole bunch, or the school bought a whole bunch of more equipment for us because we had students on. And then one of the problems was I ordered the equipment, and I'm like, I'm a campus minister. I don't know nothing about this audio stuff. So I bought this equipment so we could expand. Because the, the goal, as we've been saying for the last, you know, since we've been doing this almost a year, I think our anniversary is coming up. Um, we want to have students on, which we did in the last podcast. But we were limited by the, by the equipment that we had. So I bought what I thought was the right equipment. We were, as we mentioned, we were on retreat Tuesday, uh, Monday. Tuesday I come in, the equipment's arrived. I try hooking it up in my office. It's not working. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't get four microphones going simultaneously. So I, I pull. I literally pulled the, the audio system in the chapel apart. 
set it up on my desk. I'm like looking for mics all over the place, all the school. And we have a, a new, um, um, a, a new guy that does our, our digital media and he's really nice. Mike's a nice, a nice Mike's guy. A great guy. So he was like really helpful. I, I called my friend Josh Moore on the phone. He was helpful. I was watching YouTube videos. So I needed to order new stuff. We had to return most of what I bought. I ordered new stuff, but, um, it wasn't getting here in time. So I had to chip to the hotel. And so the, the question is, which we really have to figure out in the next, you know, 10 hours or nine hours, we have to figure out how to get this stuff back home because we didn't bring it with us. How are we getting, how are we getting all of this stuff home? Yeah. So that, it's a great idea on the fly. Yeah. That's what our life is like. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, we'll, we'll just have a couple of sophomores stuff microphones in, the, in, in their luggage. luggage. Yeah. It'll work. <laughs> we'll probably get them back. <laughs> we hope. But we, you know, I, I have to tell you in all seriousness, Advent, I think, is my favorite liturgical season. And I, it's not spring training for Christmas. It's not right. like we practice and get ready. It's its its own season. It's its not just a time to put up Christmas lights. <laughs> right. And, and I think the, the and we live in, in this amazingly consumerized society. I'm not sure consumerized is a word, but at 1 a.m. it is. Um, <laughs> and it, um, it, 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 we, we just create our own stress. And yeah. I think Advent is the, the total opposite of that. It's, that. it's that beautiful anticipation of the coming of, of something great. And I, and I think it, it's not the greatness of the presence, obviously, to sound right. cliche. You know, it's the greatness of, of something far deeper and, and far greater. Um, so that's what we, we want to do in the next four weeks. Just give you um, so a few little nuggets to think about to maybe make Advent something worth celebrating in and of itself, but usually as also as a preparation for Christmas. Right. Yeah. And so like, uh, just to start off, I, I, I would like to pose the question, not just for this first Sunday in Advent, but for uh, the entirety of Advent, and that is, is what are you looking for? Yeah. What are you preparing for? And I would like to read uh, the first reading for uh, this Sunday, this Sunday's um, Mass. It's a, a reading from the uh, the prophet Jeremiah. <clears throat> the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise. I made to the house of Israel and Judah. In those days, in that time, I will raise up for David a just shoot. He will do what is right and is just in the land. In those days, Judah shall be safe and Jerusalem shall dwell secure. This is what they shall call her. The Lord is our justice. It is so beautiful, this, because it it's, speaks to us today. We're looking for security, and we're looking for justice. Yeah. You know, and we know that's that's the thing that's going to make us whole, that's going to make us um, feel safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and, and folks, this is how I know, like, the, the Holy Spirit was at work, because when Costa and I were going over the readings, we went over them at different, like, at, separately, and... The same line popped out to both of us in that first reading. Yeah, uh, like uh, I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and Judah. 
the um the 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 faithfulness and I'm always the more I study the Old Testament the more I am in awe of of those those people who who never ever had it easy you know um the, the you know before the the prophets looking at the uh, the patriarchs, you yeah. know Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then and then later on Joseph. It it was never easy for them, but but they kept that faith, yeah. You know and and believe the promise and um and uh, right up until the time of Jesus when when a certain amount of them realized well he is the promise, mm-hmm. you know I am the gift, yeah. You know I am what you've been waiting for. When we look at so much of the consumer side of Christmas. I, I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm distracted. We are <laughs> because we're in a hotel. There is a grand piano outside. I don't know if you can hear it, <laughs> but somebody is, I think, playing Gershwin now. Somebody's cranking it up. It's actually quite beautiful. It is, but it's completely thrown you. <laughs> oh my God! I did. I was talking with somebody about Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the mics are picking it up, but you could hear it. It's actually not Gershwin. I'm not sure who it is, but nevertheless, it's 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 beautiful. Um, Copeland, Saren Copeland. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you were waiting for that clarification. Oh, for of me. course, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the um, the the question of of what were they waiting for, and 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 what are we for? What are we waiting for? Is really, uh, I, I think, at the heart of of what advent can be for us and then ultimately what what christmas can be yeah you know that 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 peace that same peace and that same security that they were they were looking for here yeah, yeah and I, I think we have to ask ourselves the question um is where are we going to find that security yeah where are we going to find that peace um and and i think it's the same i think the same uh the same questions we are asking uh, tonight is the same questions that the Israelites had to ask when Jeremiah was prophesying. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, there's a promise now. There's a promise. Like the Lord has promised that that He will that He will fulfill His word. Mm-hmm. You know, for for Israel and Judah, for His pro- yeah. for His people, and and bring that security and, and justice. Uh, but they didn't know totally what that would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't understand what what the Messiah was going to be. Right. Uh, and and but you and I know now uh, with two thousand years. Well, here oh, the, you okay. you hitting on something I think is really really important. All right, we because we believe in Jesus, Jesus was the Son of God. We believe that that He's the Messiah. But you and I. Rich, we have this beautiful gift of of having uh, the tradition handed down to us of two thousand years. We have the resurrection as uh, as as the beautiful, uh, really stamp of of who Christ is, of our Messiah, and and the faith that follows that flows out of the resurrection. Uh, that really leads and guides us through the Holy Spirit. So for us, we know that our security that our justice, you know, that our peace comes not in a tyrannical God, you know, not in oppression, but in the freedom of a beautiful relationship, in the relationship that he wants. He's just desiring our love. 
um, and we know that it's it's coming from him without expectation. He's just he's freely giving himself. He just wants us to respond to it. And return. giving us the ability to respond to it and the free will to respond to it or, or not respond to it. Right. But that's where our relationship with Jesus Christ is where we find our security. It is where we, we find justice and Absolutely. peace. Yeah. And I think Advent is the time to, to build that relationship as, yeah. as we prepare for God entering the world, because it really calls upon the question, we're going to be talking about this in the next few episodes, not, not as much tonight, but what does that look like? Right. You know, uh, there was a, um, a, a, a talk we heard recently where they, there was a young man saying that um, for years when he was trying to define himself and understand himself, um, he took solace in, well, he's a son of God. And it's a good thing to take solace in. And then he started to say, but what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what does that look like? It's a great question. It's a great question, you know? So when you were, when you were saying some of the, the, the gifts of our faith and, and the resurrection and God calling us into relationship and us responding to it, all valid, what does that look like, though? And, and what, do we, what do we see in our lives that, that indicate that that's there. We were doing, um, we mentioned these retreats we were doing, and our, our other campus minister, uh, Jess, had come up with this scavenger hunt um, through Montauk. And uh, so Montauk is on the, if you're not from New York, in the, the easternmost place in New York State. Uh, it's right on the ocean, big lighthouse there, and, and we would spend the day out there. And these were um, sophomore retreats, so we, we try to make them a little fun. They're more like pilgrimages, you know? Yeah. And we... Um, Miss um, uh, Jess made up a, a scavenger hunt where they had to go through the city, the city, the town, and it's the furthest thing from a city. It's a very beautiful, quaint little <laughs> town, and they would, um, they'd have to look for like a blue, and they have to take a picture of it. Like the whole group take a picture. So um, a seagull. Did you? Have, did you? Did your groups ever take a picture with a live seagull? And I don't mean like a dead seagull, as opposed to a picture of a seagull. Oh yeah, we did. We got a. We had a couple of them uh, at one point. Uh, we <laughs> we killed two birds with one stone. Wow! Um, but there was a seagull perched on the Seven Eleven. Oh, okay. Oh, and you got the Seven Eleven. And we got the Seven Eleven. Okay. So we all took a selfie there because the Seven Eleven was one. There was a there was a mural of a seagull that I kept bringing the kids to because <laughs> <laughs> it was too hard to get a seagull to stand still while like eight kids did a selfie around it. <laughs> but anyway, so you, you you find yourself, and we did what four of those. And, you know, we yeah. each had a group of kids. So you and I and, and Miss Madeleine and the chaperones did, did four of them. So you find yourself like you, you're going through town. I'm looking for a menu. I'm looking for a, a sand toy. I'm looking for a fishing rod. I'm looking for the number 39. And so that means you're looking at like every license plate, every car. But the point is, I mean, it was fun. And the kids took it seriously. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they I they couldn't keep up it. with them. There's a yeah. video of me running through Montauk, taken by an opposing group. <laughs> but, the, um, but the idea is, like, you become very observant. For things that are just fun, they, they serve no purpose. Oh, yeah. But I was, I was playing with that idea in my head. Um, and it's ironic that we would then finish that week in Indianapolis with, um, you know, 12,000 young people who are seeking to deepen their faith what what can we find in our faith that um what what can we find rather in our everyday life that's going to deepen that faith you know yeah. um what what does the incarnation as we get ready for christmas and and look at heaven what does that look like in our lives right. and i think that's what we're going to spend a lot of time talking about 
yeah, you know, as the yeah. month as the month moves on. So you were looking at the part of the mass you were saying before that that is really interesting. I think it's one of those parts of the mass. To be in all honesty, I've said for the past thousand years, and you maybe look good now, for your age. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, that I've never um, quite paid attention to. You just like you just read it now out of context. Said, well, that's good. <laughs> I'm sure the writers of the liturgy are thrilled that yeah. I. I approve of their writing. I'm, I'm glad that um, you, you might get a slap on the back from the Holy Spirit yeah, at some point. Yeah. Well, thanks, Rich. I appreciate your affirmation there. <laughs> yeah, friends. Uh, you know, one of the things that you know, we, you know, we pose this question: like, what are we looking for? You know, um, uh, it, and I think as we journey with the Mass. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, I want to challenge all, all of us out here uh, that maybe there can be a time where you can take advantage of going to either a daily Mass or watching it um, and, and getting a little bit deeper into the zone outside of going to Sunday Mass. Um, because when, when, when we're in the Mass, we're... we're we're preparing for seeing our Lord. That the that the very the very thing that we're looking for, the very person that we're looking for, you know, is is in the Mass and preparing us for the great expectation of of His coming. And and so, I just want us to listen to the this one particular part of the Mass. It's right after. It's the prayer right after the Our Father. And yeah. Uh, it's one of those prayers too that can go completely unnoticed because we just prayed the most important one, mm-hmm, right? right. Uh, and that is uh, this one: "Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress." Mm-hmm. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. There's, there's a couple of things that I, I would like to just point out there. Is that uh, first, if if we want peace in our days, right? If we want that peace that that the season of Advent is calling for, right? And really begging us to want and desire, we have to want we have to desire to want to let go of the evil in our life yeah and let go of the sin that we are attached to you know can i add something to that mm-hmm. and, and i i think that that's so well said because the sin is just taking up space and time that we could use yeah, for getting ready for god yeah exactly you know forgetting exactly. about forgetting about the bad thing that's done right it's just, right. uh, but that that time could have been spent for getting to know him a little better and being in relationship with him. Exactly, yeah. you know, like the you know festering over the uh, over the guilt and the shame that you have yeah. is just building up more insulation to the wall that has been put up from the sin. Yeah, and instead of just letting it go, um, and and just being able to receive his peace mm-hmm. in that moment. Right. Um, but but also too, where 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 asking uh you know as as we pray for this 
right, as we pray after the Our Father to be forgiven for our sins, right, so that we can experience peace in our days, that uh, we also may await the blessed hope, like mm-hmm. the great hope yeah. uh, of the coming of our Lord and Savior. Yeah. You know? And I think I think this prayer is really, um, you know, just a snapshot of the four of the four weeks of, of Advent. Uh, so, like, that's why I would encourage Mass, if it's possible, to either attend a daily Mass outside of the norm, or to uh, or to watch it uh, online, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or or on or on EWTN, you know, so that so that we can fall more deeply into the mass and and become more rooted in the mass because in the mass we we are preparing ourselves organically for receiving our lord but in a even larger way for the season of advent it's helping us prepare spiritually for what we'll receive on Christmas Day. Yeah, and and the the more we prepare to receive that gift, the more we'll appreciate yeah. the gift. And right. the the dilemma, though, is there are so many pressures on society to prepare for that day in far different ways that that ultimately don't mean anything, but we've we've created meaning out of them, you know. Right, and and all those things are good. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but. But I'm going to, we're going to really challenge you yeah. this, uh, and we're really challenging ourselves too. I was going to say that, we, we, because, because we're, we're walking the same walk. Yeah, we're walking yeah. the same walk, and and quite honestly too, uh, our our lives and schedules have not lined up where we've wanted to do, you know, you sit down here and do more podcasts. Right, right, right. Um, and to be able to speak to you guys. Uh, so we're going to... That's part of what we're doing is yeah. is really cutting out the time in our life, yep. and and really getting away, you know, pushing away some of the things that that we can hold off yeah. for something greater. The the idea of God always wanting us to be near Him, I, I don't think could be overstated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that desire for us to be near Him, because then He knows that that's when we are happiest and most fulfilled and, and yeah. most at peace it's to coin a uh, a pipe of phrase it's it's a win-win um yeah but we yeah. we we tend to and it's concupiscence and it's the garden but we we tend to put things in front of that um and that's a hope during the series we can provide you with some nuggets that we can take some of those things away and and let you and us see him a little clearer so my friends said this this uh this upcoming Sunday for the first week of Advent, fall, fall in love with the Mass. Yeah. Listen to the prayers that are being prayed. Listen to the words. Read those words. Digest them. Pray them. Uh, and then when we get especially to that prayer after the Our Father, for some, for, for some of us, there's the tradition of holding our hands uh, with our loved ones um, out. Um, but when we pray that, Deliver us, Lord, from every evil, and grant us peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You know, uh, because only a few short prayers after that, we actually get to receive our Lord. Yeah. You know, and so the Mass becomes 
just this beautiful experience that is really dragged out even further in Advent. Mm -hmm. So let's really live the Mass. Let's pray the Mass. Let's get in, involved, uh, uh, really in our roots, with, with offering full intentions and, a, and clear hearts when we approach the altar. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, me too. For for, pers for personal and selfish reasons. Yeah, yeah. So if we really dragged on and seemed like we were like stuttering over our own words, it's because we were. It's because we were. That's yeah. not your hearing, and <laughs> it's because it's twenty after one in the morning on November twenty first. But um, we have a flight in the morning. We'll get home and get a little bit of rest. Yes. All right. God bless, gang. I hope uh, this Advent season is blessed. Take care. Have a good one. If you would like to contact Father Dave or me, please follow us on Facebook at Locusts and Wild Honey. We appreciate your comments on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please tell us what you think and share with your friends.